get when it comes to pursuing your personal passion if you have individuals who are in the same space who are going hard and pushing you great phenomenal right but it's when you have other people who aren't in that same space that you're competing and contrasting with right? yes or yes. that are influencing you that, that's when you got to take a little, little step back like oh, i don't really know about that right because to jane's point it's your race Right. You can't analyze other people race. You can't look to the left. You can't look to the right. You need to have your hands 10 and 2 and locked into what you have going on. But also be cautious of other individuals who are running the same race. You can learn from them. But people who are not in your race or in your lane do not need to be telling you what the hell is going on yeah, with you. Yeah. And you don't need to take that advice at the end of the day. I never grew up with educators that look like myself. So I feel like, honestly, like we are that new wave that make being wise, being smart, being educated cool, right? Wisdom is, is a powerful tool, but oftentimes we might neglect it because of who it's coming from, you feel me? But if we can chop it up with a young buck and really implant a seed, man, like that's, it's more than just education at that point, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna do this every episode now because we got the sound effects, man. <laughs> but uh, man, welcome to another edition of the Let's Grow Together podcast, where diverse individuals and communities come to serve, connect, and grow in areas that they're most passionate about. Brother Marcus, we back again, man. Check in with our people. Yes, Let sir. know how you doing. So what's up, family? All is well. Happy to be back. Um, as always, got something dope planned for y'all. Great conversation. Um, as far as the week. A little debrief. Um, Avery started elementary school this weekend, man. I'm going to shed a tear for my baby girl growing up so quick. Man, shout out to Riding Avery. the bus. Yeah, man. And she's excited for it. She's fearless. She was telling me about, um, I asked, was she nervous? You know, introducing herself, connecting with people. She's like, no. When they asked me my name, I stood up and said, hey, I'm Avery. Said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just the jubilance associated with it is so beautiful, man. I'm soaking it up and it's really kind of feeding my energy, to be honest. Um, outside of that, we just had the book bag drive for Back to School of Roots. It was phenomenal, man. Partnering with, with a local barbershop. Um, partner with the local mountaineer who provides the the chicken. We had over 120 pounds of chicken, bro. And I tell you, we fed, we fed everybody, we fed everybody and sent some plates home with them. So man, uh, dope again. Shout out to the squad. Thank you for the Roots mentoring team, man. We made it shake. And looking forward to start off the the, the school year, man. But James, how, how are you? How, how are you and the guys? What's going on with y'all? Man, we we moving and shaking, man. Really getting things in order for this this next school year. Um, as you always know, man, we have several programs running throughout the school year. And this time uh, around, we looking to incorporate an after school program with one of the schools, too. So um, it's like the third time we've done that. So we just got to get a little bit creative with it. Um, life is good, man. Me and baby girl, man, we planning a trip to, to Denver, man. I'm excited for that. Let's go. Um, yeah, man. I, it's, it's crazy because. I've never been to Denver, but it gives you the perfect blend of like country and then town at the same time. And, uh, <laughs> never heard that, but that's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever been there? Nah, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, man. It's crazy because like we're going um, in October, so it's gonna be not necessarily winter yet, but it's gonna be parts of the city that's that's kind of cold, right? And then other parts that are mm -hmm. you know in the fall weather. So. Uh, we're just, you know, doing our due diligence, trying to figure out if we need to bring a coat, what we need to do. But um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited to experience that beautiful city because, uh, man, I've seen pictures, I've seen videos, I've seen people post where they be at in Denver, and it's I'm like, yeah, it's a vibe. So, so I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. That traveling, checking things off the bucket list is what it's all about. Um, wife and I actually plan on getting married here coming up in a few weeks as well. Time to not. 
she, we we been mentally tied to not, but Uncle Sam need need the paperwork, so yeah, so we yeah. we gonna get him right. <laughs> but definitely, man, excited for it. This new phase, this new chapter, and um, that trip about to be dope. I definitely look forward to hearing more about it. But um, as we transition into the topic of the day, the topic of conversation is gonna be around uh, pursuing your personal passion, right? Um, that is a very broad topic, so we'll kind of dissect that and cut it up in a few ways. Uh, but James, when you hear the pursuing your personal passion, right, what comes top of mind? for you a lot of stuff to be honest but um i'm currently reading or rereading the alchemist right and um literally on the back of it it says to realize one's destiny is a person's only obligation and Mm. yeah yeah just just reading that little tidbit it's like all right let me let me tap in and see what it's about um but when you read the book for those who don't know it's about a shepherd who decides to go travel to to pretty much find his uh i forget what they refer to it in the book but uh, basically to find his his purpose, his his destiny. And what he's going to realize is that after he travels all around the world, where he started is exactly where he was supposed to be. But um, mm. for me, you know, I truly believe that we've all been blessed with a unique gift that we should share with the world. And I think that what holds us back sometimes is, you know, we have this belief, we have this thought, we have this passion, but then we go out into the world and the world may not agree with it. And so we shy away from it. We get scared of it. Our parents may want us to go and do one thing, but we want to do something different. But for me, I feel like whatever it is that you're supposed to do, it's truly up to you to, to one, find that thing. And again, feel okay with not figuring it out at first, right? Because sometimes you got to try a lot of stuff. But once you do and you figure it out, you got to wake up every day and work on that thing. Mm, mm. Now, nah, for that, that definitely resonates with me. Uh, when I think about it, I think more so from from my grandfather's perspective. And y'all know that that's my at all. I always edify him. But he always told me, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. Nice. Very cliche. Staying. But the older I get, the more it really dawns on me. Like, do I love the work in which I'm currently doing? Um, I, I feel a lot of people often are conflicting when it comes to working in a specific sector or a specific division that. They make the revenue, you know what I'm saying? The lifestyle is where where they desire to be, but it's not fulfilling, right? Mm-hmm. And other times they negate or they just kind of side job their baby, the thing that they really enjoy as well. And I find myself in that position, honestly, right now and for a long, long point in time. But when I reflect on my grandfather, his thing was youth. It was the education. It was the kids. And I didn't see his labor at that moment, but I saw the fruits of his labor yeah. and the fact of everybody else edifying him, everybody else talking about how much of an impact in which he made. And he loved, he loved that. And he was so present within that, that he was unbothered and everything else was kind of extra for him. And I really, I really am appreciative of that perspective to even, even, even see that within him. And he kind of coached me up on it. It didn't hit me until now about how impactful it was, but I felt most individuals, aren't doing what their personal passion is, right? To your point, society kind of shapes and dictates some things. There's things that we feel we may need, feel we feel aligned with us. And oftentimes they may be out of reach. So you find yourself readjusting your path in the course that you're currently on to check off some boxes, but not more so those internal boxes. Yeah, that's real. And um, man, shout out to grandfathers and grandparents all around the world because my grandfather was similar, bro. Like his personal passion or journey was to take care of his family. And for like many people will look at him and be like, I don't get it. Like, why are you taking care of other people's kids and other people's kids' kids? Like, but that's what he felt 
it was his job and responsibility to do. But you said something that was really key about some people will get a job, make the money, but then try to like do their baby on the side. And I am pro using your job to fund your passion. But sometimes as people, we will allow a salary to pay us to forget our dreams. We will, mm. yeah, like we mm. will go to work mm -mm. every day, get that dollar, but never pursue our dreams. And I think it mm. starts when, when we're children, right? You know, before we hopped on, you know, Avery was in the back doing a thing, playing with the toys. <laughs> but at that time, like whatever it is she's doing, she's jubilant in it. She's, she's enjoying it. She's passionate. It doesn't have a care in the world that dad is telling her to go in the living room, right? But, <laughs> but I believe that when we're kids, that is when we, we are really doing what we love to do, right? Mm -hmm. And then our parents, society, our friends, they start to influence us. And it's it's really some 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 theological so like stuff that's going on in terms of your subconscious and your conscious mind, right? As a kid, you have all subconscious mind. It's literally like whatever you hear, you repeat. Whatever you see, you repeat. You you literally have no conscious awareness, right? But as you get older, you start seeing people doing the other thing. You see what people wearing, you see what people doing, and you want to fit in. Because that's really what it's all about. A lot of times we don't mm -hmm. want to stick out like a sore thumb. We don't want to do what other people not doing. We don't want to get judged. So that is why we will silence our own dreams and truth so that we can do what everybody else is doing. I agree wholeheartedly. I, I think it's two different components to come with that though. One is gaining and two is maintaining, right? So as, as I dive into that, there's a phase where you feel success looks like gaining something, right? That's an asset. That may be a house. That may be a car. That may be a business. That may be something of that nature. But then the next phase is maintaining, right? <laughs> so when you have to dive in and invest that consistent form of energy, either that's really the make or break, but that's where the personal passion comes in. Because yeah. there's certain things that you will do free because you generally love doing it. So if that aligns with, you know what I'm saying, the maintaining, that's easy for you to maintain. That's yeah. something you desire to. But now is when you step out in another realm and you're doing something that brings in the income, it brings in the asset, it helps you gain, but not necessarily maintain. Yeah. And that's when that internal battle and conflict starts to occur. Man, to be real, like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest, like, in my youth, uh, you know, when I really started, when I was in college and starting to go into the corporate world, I did think success was about obtaining. To get oh, as, yeah. to accumulate oh, yeah. as much as I can, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's <laughs> money, whether it's benefits, what whatever it is, like, experiences, I'm trying to get all of that. I thought that is what made you rich. Um, I was tapped into, I believe it was Nipsey Hussle, and he was like, he learned that riches richness is like giving your all like really like not obtaining stuff but how much you can give because when we leave this earth you can't take it with us so how many people are you pouring into because that's what makes you truly rich when you die what is the conversations that are had around your name right when you're not in the room what are the conversations being had surrounding your name and um in terms of success now i believe it's napoleon hill maybe it's um bob proctor but they said success is the constant pursuit of a worthy ideal and all that really means is pursuing the thing that you want to pursue. And that is what makes success. Because think about it, bro. Like, if we wake up and we, we have the mentality, like, man, I want to impact some kid's life today. If we go out and impact one person's life, one person, we are successful for that day. But a lot of people won't look at it like that, right? They be like, man, I don't have X in my bank account. I don't have X relationship. I haven't met X person. And it's like they look at their life as a as a failure. But in reality, every day that you do the thing that you love and want to do, you are a success. Mm -hmm. 
See, but that's why it's extremely valued to write down, you know, those affirmations, those goals are objective. Because over the years, evolution comes into play. It's going to evolve, right? In college, I want, I had the Lex. I had the Beamer. I thought I, I thought I was that guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now I got the family. I got the crib. I'm about to have the wife, you know. I'm, I'm, my morals and my ethics and my values have altered and changed. So, again, pursuing the personal passion throughout that, that may evolve over time, right? The 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 you in elementary, middle school, high school is not the you knocking on thirty. You know, there's there's different phases that come in play, and there's different things that now have added additional value. As I talked about, kind of reflecting on my grandfather's words. My grandfather words me so much to me at this stage of my life, but I didn't really. I negated a lot of yeah. things I heard do, then. You know, do you feel yourself <laughs> like kind of turning into your granddad in some respects? Bro, my pops, my granddad, my uncles. I was on the phone with my partners earlier during our mastermind chat. And he was like, bro, you're your pop son. <laughs> I can't help this but laugh. But like, yeah, because yeah, those, those are the things that have been ingrained within us. And now that we're on the opposite side, right, getting closer to where they were, when they were giving it to us, it resonates that much more, yeah. right? About that maintaining. They were in the phase of maintaining some things they were working towards. And as we built to get to that point, it's just the transition of power now. Bro, it's that's so real because um I remember giving a eulogy at my grandfather's funeral and mm. one of the things that I said was like I remember him trying to give me so much wisdom and he would mm. say something and it go right over my head. Like I I didn't <laughs> it didn't connect. And I was like, I hadn't lived enough life yet. And once I started mm. living a little bit of life, those mm. old sayings that he used to say yeah. started resonating. It started making sense. And again, he was just living his passion, his purpose. And again, he from down south, from Mississippi, uh, man, didn't have a lot at all, man. Like literally not, he literally dropped out of school in third grade to go work to take care of his family. And again, like when you hear somebody like, why would you leave third grade? Like, don't you need education? When I tell you this man is the smartest man that I know, you know, we talk about our grandfathers all the time, but no matter what decision it was that I was making in my life, he was always that supporting like, man, whatever it is, I got you. And and I feel like going back to my original point is sometimes we get out in the world and the world is telling us don't do it because it don't fit the mode of what everybody else is doing. I feel like as people like pursuing your personal passion, all you really need is one person to believe in you. Well, two, because you need to believe in yourself. As you can see, believe you can, you halfway there. But you also need somebody else that speaks life into you. Because if they don't, it's going to make that that much harder for you to achieve it. Hmm. I, would, I would ask you, right, is there a specific job or what was that phase? What was that, you know, specific event that occurred to let you know that spark? Like, yo, I'm, I'm within my passion. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I need to be doing. Man, it's crazy because I mentioned this a little bit earlier that your passion will change, but your gift will always be the same, I feel like. Um, and for me, I always had this voice. I was always having conversations with people. I was always in the mix, right? And I knew that whatever it was that I would be doing would involve me either speaking or just being a part of a collective, right? And I've always said, like, man, I really want to work with youth. Because I know that if I was able to go through the things I went through and make it to where I am and be, you know, aspiring to do the things that I'm aspiring to do, I can help educate our youth because I walk their walk. I talk their talk. I've been there. Right. And I remember the first time that I was like, all right, I now have an opportunity to really pursue my passion. I was working at one of the largest custodian banks 
in the world uh, here in the South Loop of Chicago, and I was an investment manager liaison. So to explain it simply, I was the person that assisted investment managers and brokers trading assets around the world. And I said earlier, you, people will pay you to forget your dreams. I was getting paid good money. I'm talking about buku bucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't fulfilled. So I met a coworker. Um, I was like, yo, bro, I got this dream. You know, y'all see the Power by Belief shirt. This is my personal brand. It's a lifestyle brand too. And um, mm -hmm. I was telling the guy about it. I was like, man, I just, man, I just need to get into the schools. I need to mentor some youth. So I just started trying to figure it out. So as I'm working there, I'm also trying to work with 100 Black Men, which was a mentorship organization in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to partner with other nonprofits to see what I can do. You know, and I'm like, you know what, forget it. I'm gonna just start my own nonprofit because I want to get it out the mud and do it my way, right? So start having conversations with some of my counterparts. Like, how does this look? How does this work? Uh, pandemic happens, bro. Um, and I'm like, dang, you know, I'm working from home now. I feel like I have no time to work on the power by belief side of things. So I'm just like, all right, you know what? I'm going to put that on the back burner real quick because work is kicking my ass. Like I'm working from home. Literally, I, my day used to be 730 to 4. I leave the office, you know, and then the work leaves with me. Now I'm working from home. I'm still working from 730. Sometimes I don't get off until 6 because it's so much stuff going on. You know, it, like back in the day, we could get something signed. We can fax it. Now everything electronic. People scared of, you know, the virus. So they're not trying to have too much like physical, you know, contact. So we working later hours. So, man, by the time I get off, I'm going to sleep. Um, you fast forward a little bit. February of 2022, man, they, they, they laid me off because of my budget cuts, the pandemic, whatever. They let me go. And, bro, it was so crazy because I wasn't apprehensive. I wasn't upset. I was like, bro, here is my opportunity to do the thing that I said that I wanted to do because now I got time, right? At the time, they had the little unemployment play where you could get paid still. So I was like, all right, let me tap into that. But um, my whole thought process was, let me try and use my voice now. So I started my original podcast. was just recording stuff in my room. The quality was trash. Uh, just started posting content. Was getting all type of likes. Getting man, the 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 comedian DL Hughley. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, but yeah, bro, yeah, he, he reposted some of my content. Like you know what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm lit. You know what I'm saying. I'm lit. Um, then man, I got in contact with my brothers at a Greater Good Foundation. I'm like, man, I'm looking to start an organization to help youth. They like, well, you know, this is what you need to do. Yo, five hundred one c three. This that and the third. This is how you do it. And I'm like, how do you find people to, to work with you, right? He, man, you need to find people that you can grow with, that you can learn with, that you are really willing to serve with. So, of course, I got my high school homies. Oh, man, let's let's rock out. You know what I'm saying? And um, it didn't work out because they didn't have the same capacity to serve that I had. They didn't want to mm. put the work in up front to see no dollars. But um, lo and behold, man, I ended up having a conversation. Uh, the AGGF guys were like, man, just come mentor with us. And... I had to make a, a decision. What was more important to me? My name being on everything or impact? And mm. my my mm. my hope my purpose is to serve, so I'm his impact. So of course put the power by belief on the back burner a little bit again, but got into a situation where I was able to directly impact youth and I've been doing it, you know, for three years now with the with the guys, man, and it's been amazing. So it, it turned out from an adversity of getting laid off from a job and using that as passion and power and purpose to enable me to do what I want to do, which was work with our youth and inspire our youth.
Beautiful story. You see how that just went all yeah, over the place, yeah, but it landed yeah. right where it needed to. Um, I was it was it was something I saw on social media recently, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, it was like an anime version of an individual who was very thirsty. He was actually running through this obstacle course to try to get to uh, a well. Right on the other side of the mountain, it was a waterfall though, and basically, God was trying to block him. He was trying to stop him. Like, hey, go this way. Let me divert you. And sometimes we get in our own way. We'd be so hard-headed, we won't take heed. And he got to the well, and he pumped it, and it was like a drop of water, right? Yeah. And he thought he relieved his thirst, but if he would have kept traveling, if he would have kept enduring, if he would have listened to, you know, the 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 most high trying to guide him on this the proper path, he would have got the desired result. But man, I, I love I love to hear those stories. Um, it actually reminds me of a, of a few books that I've read. I know you talked about the alchemist, but this is uh, Who Moved My Cheese. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> well, one of the funniest books I've ever read, but most in- informative. Essentially, there is a... Uh, he does... He's he's really big on perspective. Um, the individuals, there's humans and there's rats uh, in a maze, essentially. They're working to get the cheese. The cheese is the gold. The cheese is your dream promotion. The cheese is whatever you're chasing, whatever you're pursuing, your happiness component, right? Your passion. And um, essentially, the, the long story short is the humans are lazy. We complain too much, right? We are used to consistent repetition. So when the cheese was at a specific point that was close to the base, mm-hmm. individuals got lazy. And they stopped coming out at a certain time. And by the time that the, the cheese had moved and transitioned, the humans were upset. They sat there and they, they complained. The rats were more so on the move. They were more so consistent, straight up out the gate at the same time every day. So they started seeing the clues when the cheese started moving, right? Again, a big synopsis is life is going to change. It's going to evolve. The The thing that makes you happy now may not make you happy then, but you have to be in tune with it. You can't sit down and you can't complain. You got to be present. You got to see the signs of things moving and move with it. Again, the evolution of which we talked about. But, um, to, I digress, but uh, to my point, one thing that I realized for my personal journey was it definitely evolved. In the beginning, I was really chasing a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought that I th- that was success for me. A black man in a suit and tie, yeah, oh boy, you yeah, successful. Yeah. What what you got going on, right? <laughs> it's and that was because of my upbringing. I never really saw one unless it was church or funeral where I was from. So really working to get into corporate it was like yo once i get into corporate i done made it you know what i'm saying i'm making good bread i'm able to break bread with my peoples i'm able to acquire the different things that i desire but i always reflected back to working on parks and rec like in high school and college yo when i tell you bro i would have done that joint for free and the fact that it was over the summer i think they had some additional funds like bro i was getting paid good money yeah. i bought the licks off the strength of working on parks and rec and i didn't even do it for the money but i started having kids graduate and reach out to me like yo mark like you really changed my life you changed and I'm talking about like it would just hit me and it would just like that joint really put a battery in my back. When one of my mentees or one of my young bucks reach out, like, bro, like I preach, like it it don't only got taught. Shoot me a text, like, but I'm talking about, I'm gonna be beaming the rest of the day. And corporate was cool, closing sales, being the top, sales, all that, like that was cool, but it ain't put a battery in my back. And I started really looking at my energy shift based on that. So again, as we talk about the evolution, the suit and tie was what I'm chasing, what I was originally chasing. Now it's more so the community. It's those late night texts. It's that empowerment. And uh, even with the book bad driver, as soon as it ended, I got like eight to twelve, I and mean, then fifteen different texts of parents just 
saying how much they appreciate it, letting them know they're looking forward to tapping in, or calling me saying how much they need the service. So, what I, I'm gonna ask y'all, yo, what puts that battery in your back? Like that's that's what you really need to sit down and reflect on. It could be painting, it could be something small, it could be reading, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, you gotta continue to do that. Other things are gonna come in come in play, but at the end of the day, like how are you gonna spend your twenty four hours? Is it gonna be doing something to charge you up? Is it gonna be something that deflates you but brings you more assets that you then have to maintain? Yo, that's so real, man. Cause um, like instead of chasing an object or money or a bag, chase the feeling. Because the thing that makes you feel good, the thing that you love to do, like Marcus said earlier, if you do what you love, you'll never work. Like that thing that fills your cup up, right? Like that is the thing that will be the most fulfilling at the end of the day. And uh, when you were talking about the who moved my cheese piece, the first thing that I thought about is a lot of us don't realize it. When we're on this pursuit of our personal goals or our personal passion, whatever it is, we're literally one decision away from a different life. And we don't even realize it. Like you literally be right there. Like you, you dig it. I think you, you, we were talking before and you were talking about the, the, the jit that was digging for gold or something. He got right on top of the gold and stopped. And somebody else mm-hmm. came and pretty much claimed his gold mm-hmm. because he was, you know, he wasn't determined enough to keep going. And I'm telling you, bro, uh, when I talk about my co- corporate, you know, journey working at that, that, uh, that bank, there were many opportunities that presented itself to me. And I didn't take the opportunity for whatever reason, but that was your opportunity to get into the thing that you want to do. And those signs happen all the time. I used to say all the time, Mm -hmm. life is always teaching. Do not ignore the signs. And especially Mm -hmm. if you keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result, that's insanity. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I gave an analogy one day. I was driving in traffic and... um, you know how it be, man. It'd be that one car that's switching lanes, trying to progress, do what it's trying to do, <laughs> doing the absolute most, trying to get past you. And all you do is you stay in your lane. You focus on right, what's right in front of you. You continue to proceed forward. And as you see that car jumping from thing to thing, lane to lane, they still behind you. But you steadily progressing in, through this traffic. And that's the lesson life is trying to teach you. Stay on the path that you're supposed to be on. Ignore all the distractions. Ignore all the people doing all the stuff that's around you because that's not really important to your personal journey. And mm. I can guarantee you, most, more likely than not, you're going to reach your destination before they do unless they do something illegal, right, to get around. But, <laughs> but most of the time, the person, what is it? Slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that's a great analogy, bro. Um, I, I often give it when I talk about influence. So, so again, let, let's go back, go back to the car situation James just painted. Most of the times you find yourself driving, especially if you just cooling it with your partner, you just rapping, you aren't even really paying attention to the point where you look up in, in your mirror and now you see somebody on your butt, right? And to Jane's point, there's two things you could do. You can continue on your pace or you're going to be influenced and you're going to speed up a little bit too. Um, I found myself doing that, doing that a lot in my youth, right? I want to speed up and I'm really competitive. So you speed past me, I'm, I'm going to speed up a little bit too, right? And <laughs> And it's crazy because that's a small parallel, but that's how life is, man. See somebody doing something. Now, there's good influence that causes you to push. Again, when it comes to pursuing your personal passion, if you have individuals who are in the same space, who are going hard and pushing you, great, phenomenal, right? But it's when you have other people who aren't in that same space that you're competing and contrasting with, right? Or that are influencing you. That's when you got to take a little little step back. Like, I don't really know about that, right? Because to Jane's point, it's your race. 
right? You can't analyze other people's race. You can't look to the left. You can't look to the right. You need to have your hands 10 and 2 and locked into what you have going on. But also be cautious of other individuals who are running the same race. You can learn from them. But people who are not in your race or in your lane do not need to be telling you what the hell going on yeah, with you. Yeah. And you don't need to take that advice at the end of the day. Bro, I really um, feel like Nipsey had it all figured out. But people, they miss the real purpose of the marathon. Because, yeah, it's cool to win the marathon, right? To come in first place, second place. But, bro, to sign up for something that's challenging and to continue to go past every mile, past every checkpoint, past everything and finish, that is more important than winning it because most people don't finish what they start. So the whole concept of the marathon is people always say, oh, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. That's only part of it, right? The real true piece of it is is running at your own pace Ignoring all the distractions. Like, yeah, if you finish in front of the next person, cool. It is what it is, right? But that's not what it's about. It's about me saying that I'm going to do this thing and I want to complete it and going through it and completing it. So I just thought about that because we on the whole car analogy thing. But I was I was the same way, man. You speed up past me, man. You know, I'm we're going to have to see what's to that car, that engine you got over there, right? But, <laughs> but now I'm at a whole other space where it's like it's not even worth it, man, because... At the end of the day, I'm just trying to make it home, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on out here. So I'm like, you know, I ain't I ain't too much trying to trying to do too much, but um so let me let let me let me let me tag team right there, right? Yeah, yeah. So again, as we talk about pursue your your personal passion, right? It's personal, it's yours. It's yours, it's something in which you own, you possess. It's your passion that, that really fuels you. So I would just challenge you to figure out because at the end of the day, I think that's a, a self that's an internal conversation with yourself. All right. What does your personal passion look like on somebody else? All right. That that don't go hand in hand. So really just taking ownership that comes with it at the end of the day. It's ultimately that the biggest thing we want to push when it comes to pursuing your passionate person. Uh James, for you, what advice would you have just overarching kind of as we close out, right? What are what is something you would recap in regard to uh our general listeners, right, in pursuing their personal passion? Man, doing what feels good, bro. Like and feels good to you. Because not a lot of people going to understand your dream, right? You know, for myself, I come from a background of you know, addicts and and gangsters and drug dealers and and people that ain't good for the community and i'm the complete opposite wanting to pour into the community wanting to serve the community wanting to connect and grow with the community so i would say focus on the things that make you feel good and that you love because at the end of the day that's what it's all about i don't want to chase a bag because what i've discovered is that when you trace your passion the bag will find you like the bag it's not separate like you don't have to do this work for free all the time but it takes you being committed and dedicated to your dream and to your passion before you see the dollar. So don't chase the dollar, chase the dream, chase the passion. Mm, I like that. I like that. I would say paint a picture and over time fill in the details. Yeah. Right. And what I mean by that is create that grand scheme, right? What does that look like? Figure out what that passion is, put it on paper. And then as time continues to come, again, it's going to evolve, right? That's when those extra details come into play and then hone in on those. And at the end of the day, it's yours. So don't who give a damn about what the next person say Facts. or think about it. <laughs> I, I hate to be so blunt about it, but that's really what it comes down to sometimes. Like it's who give a damn. 
Bro. Do you give a damn? If you give a damn, that's the only time there's some value associated with it. Hey, you know how we come in on here, man. You got to be unfuckwittable. Like, you got to have it in your <laughs> mind, bro. You got to have it, have your mind made up and have a clear picture, like you said, because when you really think about it, if you can't see it in your mind, like, you really never going to get to it. So, like like Marcus said, I love that advice, man. Create a clear picture of it and, and really just say, you know, you know, speaking un- unapologetically, fuck everybody else because this ain't for them. This is me. And, um... You know, we get one of these these journeys around, you know, in life. We get one time. So why focus on what somebody else wants you to do, right? Why not do the thing that you love and want to do and fulfill your, you know, your destiny? And within fulfilling your destiny, don't rob your future self. Yeah. That's that's what it always boiled down to. Again, I think about the ancestors. I think about the greatest, the greatest potential you yes. is pissed off because you ain't going as hard as you could be going. That's real. So... Hey, that's real. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, we're going to close out with this because this is fire. Uh, it's a quote by Steve Bow. Uh, it says, God's gift to us is more talent and ability than we'll ever realize in our lifetime. Our gift to God is to realize as much of that potential as we can in our lifetime. So forget what everybody else talking about. <laughs> Go out there, man. Fulfill your passion. Fulfill your goals. Because, again, it's your life. It's your goals. It's your purpose. It's your focus. So don't worry about everybody else. But man, as always, you can tap in with the podcast. Everywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to it on YouTube as well. And as y'all see, all our social media is down there. We got a greater good. We got myself. We got Marcus. We got Roots. And uh, always, always, always leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe to our page on YouTube. Man, Marcus, you got anything else for the people? Tap in, application, application, application. At the end of the day, just put it to work. Put a put a foot in front of the other, paint the picture. Let's manifest the rest, man. And as always, we are let's grow together. We'll be back with y'all next week. Be blessed, family. Peace.